Hey everybody, welcome back to That Scale RC Show. This is episode number 104. This is Jeremy and Adam. Travis is not with us tonight because he is sick, so he's hanging out at home. How's it going? Oh, you know, just uh, living the dream. Are you sure? No, I'm not, actually. Okay. That's all. It's all because that sounds really, really good. It, it's all lie. It's kind of like that. Uh, what's that? Isn't there that thing on social media where like they do that like voiceover and the guy and the guys are like, when the guy tells you that they're okay, they're secretly, you know, blah blah, blah all that other stuff. I don't that's, know if I've seen that. Yeah, that's basically what it's like. You say everything's okay, but really it's like hectic. I mean, I don't want to bore everybody, but you know, to the listeners that know like you know my career choice and all that stuff um work's just been hectic i've literally worked like six days a week since the beginning of march have you considered not being a prostitute and going for more like a reputable line of work you mean like moving from the prostitute to pimp Maybe just a stripper, you know, like just kind of <laughs> level up a little bit. Stripper or a high-end escort? Um, no, I, ha- I haven't given it much consideration. Oh, I'm it's a big to, leap. I'm I used understand. to the abuse right now. Just start an OnlyFans. You'll be fine. <laughs> My body's not built for OnlyFans. Do you think there's guy OnlyFans? Oh, I'm sure there like, is. I'm sure there is. I bet they don't make anything compared to the women. Yeah, because guys are a bunch of thirsty bastards. Yeah, pretty much. But um, yeah, chick- no, chicks aren't nearly as desperate as we are. <laughs> um, but uh, no, seriously, uh, the client's just being very difficult at this stage of the game, and it's really frustrating. And it seems like no matter how many hoops we jump through, no matter how much we bend over to like make them happy, they just don't care. It's like, and it's really frustrating. It, it, have, it, have you considered murder? No. Oh. Um, I mean, just to give like a quick, you know, glimpse of what's going on. So basically going into this project, they knew it was going to be a three-year contract. You know, three years to get everything done and get out of there, which for a project this size, the size of the house, all the landscaping, everything else, you know, seems that's pretty doable well we also had the pandemic happen in the middle of the project so you know that kind of slowed some things down so at all that we were still pretty much on track to being out of there by the end of august was our goal get out of there by the end of august well it all started going downhill after christmas so the owners wanted you know i guess they're having some college reunion or something like that and they wanted to use the house they were hoping the house would have been done enough or presentable enough for them to have the party there so my boss was like no it's not happening like we're it's unsafe it's not ready so he decided to be a nice guy and said look we have your whole patio slash pool house area is like two weeks away from being complete what if you just had your party up there and they were like well okay that sounds good the only problem was we were still waiting on pg and e 
to give us power to the properties. So we had everything still running off of temp power. So we had to run spider boxes and all this stuff, back feed the panels so that way we could have lights and it was all this stuff, right? So we, we jumped through hoops and, you know, I was put on the, I guess you could say the will, I don't know, um, not will call, um, on call um, list. So basically, I was sitting there checking in with them every like 30 to 45 minutes to make sure everything was okay power wasn't tripping lights were still on everything was working and then because it was all temp power and we couldn't let them turn it off just for legal reasons i went up at 11 o'clock when they finally finished their party to go shut down the property make sure everything was turned off make sure everything was safe you know whatever and mind you this wasn't like a friday or saturday this was a thursday night so it's like i still had to get up and go to work the next day so we did that and we thought, okay, cool. They were super happy. Maybe they'll back off. They'll be like, you know, not so pressing about everything. Nope, hasn't changed a thing. They're still like gung-ho. They want the house done now. They want to move in like tomorrow. And basically, it's all stemming from their daughter leaves to go to school at the end of August, beginning of September. So their reasoning to why they want to move in, which they've now picked a date of middle of July, is because they want to be able to move into the house as a family and they don't want to miss like their daughter not being able to move in with them. I mean, I'm like, I, I, don't, want to sound, I don't want to sound heartless, but it's like, that is such petty BS on the scheme Oh, dude, I, yeah, like, I completely get it. And it's like, and it's, and it doesn't seem like anything we do changes anything. Like, you know, we, we're trying to do everything to get it as ready as possible because, you know, they basically said come middle of July, I think it was like the 11th or something like that. They're like, we are moving in. Doesn't matter what state of the house is in. We just, we're moving it. And we're like, you gotta be kidding me. Tell them to quit changing shit and they can do it. It's like you can't have everything. I gotta hate that. And that's pretty much what's going on. Ah, uh, that sucks, so, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's so tough working with people like that that basically have no idea what the task involves, and they're just like, "Well, it needs to be this way." And dur dur Oh yeah, let's change this and this and this and this, and you know, we'll still be able to be in when we thought, right? Like, it's just stupid. pretty much. Pretty I mean, it's much. common and like sense. And it's also the, the the size of this house is the other big challenge. It's like, it's not a little, you know, like, you know, 2,000 square foot house. Like, you know, it's not like a right. normal residence. This, it's the, all the, all the, I guess you could say, square footage of the house, pool house, and the fitness area equals to 17,000 square feet. It's a huge freaking house. So it's just like, you know, if one thing's wrong, we're waiting for custom parts, you know, to come in, which is, has happened. Our cabinet guy has dropped the ball so many times. My boss is done with him. He's like, he's told me like 50 times, do not let me use him on the next job. And I'm like, you got it. <laughs> because like, they're supposed to be putting up this custom wood paneling 
and we got a phone call today because um, it was supposed to be completed by next week. Oh, it came in and it's um, I think it's a it's a certain style of finish on the oak, so it's it's not the it's not the basically I think it's more like rustic, like it, like someone took a wire wheel to it instead of it being smooth like the rest of the mm-hmm. office is. So it's like we can't use it, you know, and it's like. And we waited like two months for this stuff to show up. So now we're like, so what are we like? Are you gonna, you know, this is your mess up. You ordered the wrong stuff. Are you gonna rush order this so that it gets here faster? You know, are we gonna have to sit here and wait another two months? It's just like stuff like this is just. It's like, huh, it's it gets stressful. Is this that big beautiful place that you showed me the pictures of? Yes. Okay. That's our. That's really our only project we're on. We finished our. Re- well, we were doing a remodel while all this stuff was going on, um, and we're pretty much done with that. Um, but yeah, no. This this is the big like mothership. So as soon as we're done with that, we're on to another one um, down the road in Atherton. So. Hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. too bad that this has kind of soured you on the whole deal because that is kind of a neat house. Yeah, but you know, it it is what it is. I mean, I still, and it's funny because I have this talk with my boss all the time because, you know, they, they, when I say they, I'm using a general term, but you know, there's always been that saying it's, you know, do what you love and it won't become a job, you know? And Mm -hmm. I truly love construction. I do love what I do. It's just, this is the one area that always gets annoying it's that tail end you're trying to finish the product or the project and they're like you know you just get you're just getting whipped the whole way to the finish line and it's like can you just back off and let us finish the project (laughs) yep that's rough i'm sorry so other than that um that's about it how about you? Well, pretty boring compared to that. Well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've actually gotten to get out and do a fun race. That was cool. I went and raced scale monster trucks yeah, a couple that. weekends ago. That was a kick in the ass. That was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, it was a good learning experience. The So... The uh, I have a Axial SMT10, which is what I based all this on for people that don't know or forgot. Um, and I had done rear steer on it because the only place I've driven it is at my house in the park down the street, and it's like grass and dirt, you know. And so I did like rear steer, and because you know they don't turn super great to begin with once you put the big giant tires on them instead of the two twos that they come with, and. Uh, so I thought I'd be fancy and do rear steer and stuff. And so the racing was on pavement with wooden jumps. And even with it dumping down rain, that thing had so much grip and traction that I, I couldn't drive it. Like I had to put expo in it and that didn't even help putting some expo into the steering. I mean, it just, it was so darty and nervous to drive. I mean, it was like, it was just way too dodgy and so i kind of 
came back, you know, came home and sort of rethought my whole plan on that thing and stuff. So it's, that's really the only thing I wasn't super happy with. I mean, everything else has been great with it and the suspension was the biggest thing and it's like dialed in now. Like I, I, you could make it all plush and everything, you know, but you know, real monster trucks have like the bounce, you know, whenever they land off of stuff and everything, like I really wanted it to have the bounce that the real ones do because it looks cooler in video, even though it, you know, probably isn't super ideal for racing. It makes the racing more scale looking, you know, when you're watching them. And it was super, super fun. I think there was about eight people that showed up, which honestly isn't bad considering it was just dumping down rain and it was forecasted to be rainy anyway. So it's not like, you know, it started off nice and then it got crappy as the day went on. I mean, it started out really crappy and there was people that drove all the way from uh, Vancouver, Washington up to Olympia where the race was at and I don't know, that's probably a two and a half, three hour drive at least. And they drove in the rain all the way there just to race for a couple hours. So it was pretty cool. I think there's going to be a lot more people at the next one on June 5th, which I'm kind of excited about. So getting the truck dialed in, really happy with like my tire choice and everything because they had just tons of traction. And I uh, made a couple changes to try and get the steering better. I, I, I have both diffs locked in it and, uh, you know, of course that doesn't turn very good. So I put an open front diff in it and put, um, 500,000 CST diff oil in it so that, you know, like it's kind of, you you know, it's, it's, it's stiff. So like it'll still, you know, like pull, like they, they kind of, if you flip them over, like they do donuts on the sidewalls of the tires and stuff, like it's Mm -hmm. really good at doing that. And it'll, it's locked up enough to where you can still do that. And it doesn't just diff out and start spinning one wheel super, super fast. Um, I don't know what the real term for that is. We've, we've always just, Trav and I have just always called it diffing out because that's what we heard other people say, you know, when it basically like breaks loose and there's no resistance. So the, the wheel that doesn't have traction is just going a million miles an hour. So the 500,000 weight with that is really good because basically the, it's almost like a limited slip when you go that heavy because only when it's getting really good traction, like on asphalt, will actually turn the wheels at different speeds when you turn on dirt and stuff it's stiff enough to where you're thick enough i should say to where it still kind of acts like it's locked so when you're doing Mm -hmm. like you still have a lot of traction when you're trying to do like backflips and stuff like that so um i ended up so when i when i was talking to you about bending the stainless links so um, the SMT 10 comes with trailing arms and leading arms on it. So it's basically just two sets of Yeti trailing arms that come on them. Um, I got the vanquish incision trailing arm delete kit, mm-hmm. which is, I think they're a hundred and 27 millimeter links, something like that. And that's what I had front and rear. Cause you know, it's a set, but with the links being straight they're not like on a crawler where the lower ones are you know kind of more at like an angle you know um these are just straight from the skid straight up to the axle so it's squared off and uh i was trying to think you know because i i was talking to you about like you know well do you think i can bend the stainless you know without any issues or am i gonna have to heat it up and so i did some looking and vanquish 
their Yeti rear upper links are only two millimeters shorter and they're angled. So I put those on the front with the bends in them pointing in. And so now the the lower links have a curve in them yeah. to clear the tires. And so now it turns super, super good. So pretty excited about it. And I've got different electronics coming and stuff. So it it was really, really fun. Like it, it's something that I think I'm probably going to do all summer. He's got one or two races a month, the guy that's putting it on, that he's planning all this stuff out. And he, this dude was like, it was pretty crazy. He he was probably the most prepared person that I've ever come across that's putting on an event aside from like Axial Fest or something. Like this guy showed up with like a binder with different clubs and organizations rules printed out that other people nice. are using. He had all kinds of different track layouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. He had feedback forms, you know, that you fill out and, you know, for suggestions and stuff. I mean, he had it dialed like he he did a fantastic job it was really really cool so i'm really excited to go back and do that again the it's the racing's fun because it's kind of like drag racing you know it's side by side just head-to-head elimination style and man it it, there was some really good tight racing to where it came down to just he could send it the farthest off the finish line jump in order to take the win like it it was pretty pretty fun it was actually pretty exciting i mean it was like drag racing but way cooler so it was was a lot of almost a hundred dollars if that'll be something that's fun this summer that i'm really excited to do so um and i'm sure that cost difference is definitely in the licensing of the body um yeah 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 so you know it's funny i put a lot of thought into building this thing you know like what i i didn't do a ton of stuff to it like it still has the plastic axle housings but one of the things that i did is i ordered the truss that goes on the top that the servo screws to because you know they are 60s you can flip them you know for front or rear well i put a second truss on the underside of each axle since with a monster truck you're not really worried about clearance in the center of it yeah the, and so the that's that giving it a little like more support and then i put stainless axle tubes in it is and so that made it really solid and, and then the since i took rear road. steer out because it was just way too twitchy i did um vanquish uh clamping rear lockouts and thinking like or that yeah durability wise because i mean we've talked about it before like you put the big tires on and it's like you do one jump and you'll like break it's a stub axle or something so traction. keeping all of that it's in mind like, i like so left key like parts of this thing plastic it, like the upper links are plastic so that it's got some give to it you know if you smack something 15, it's not just completely rigid ago, and all four points so i did that um they have and then i left the steering linkage you know the drag link and, and the, like the steering link the stock like one that has like you know the big plastic the bars and stuff because it's fairly beefy for being plastic but it is kind of like flexy so i'm using that octane. basically as my servo saver on this thing that was kind of my thought you know so if you hit something that steering link will kind of bow in and bend and it it worked great i didn't break anything and then um you know everybody is kind of a preventative thing i did um so, vanquish so clamping hexes like, oh, yeah, because like, you, know, you can like, clamp down and it'll bite gotten. onto the so, stub axle 
rather I've than when you tighten the wheel nut, how it'll like cinch everything up and it puts a lot of stress on the pin. And I've seen people that over tighten their wheels where that hole in the axle for the pin is actually like elongated and oveled out because when you're cranking down on the wheel nut, it's actually stretching that stub axle. So with having the Vanquish clamping hexes, it's biting onto that and there's no strain on the pin or anything. And so that'll be nice and really durable. And then the other thing I did was um, vanquish so just underdrive gears anything, at both you know, ends. So since the, um, I think the only ring gear is larger than an overdrive uh, or the stock, you know, so you've got more of a surface area between the pinion and the ring gear. What do they call it? Man, it never like clicked. I, I, yeah. I remember when I first started driving my bomber and stuff and had a lot of power in it exactly. and stuff, it would just eat gears like crazy. And exactly. it was you know just the stock like gears that, were kind of crappy and if you did like overdrive in the front the ring gear is a smaller well, diameter and so great. those would always well, strip out first you know because there's just not enough material there to, to make contact that, like, the switch, and so going with the underdrive like front and rear which that was actually a suggestion that michael like, fam had given me years go, and years ago when we were talking about you for a whole different direction it's pretty interesting dude it has been just such a bulletproof truck with just selectively changing things making you know certain stuff strong yep. and rigid and metal and then other stuff you know leaving it plastic so it's got some give because you know how it goes like everybody wants to replace everything with metal parts and then you know well what's the next what's weakest link is, in line is okay. what's gonna break and KMC, so I, like when, I actually put like, like a lot of thought into this XD thing to try and make sure it could actually you know like survive like a race another and a brand freestyle brand. so because it's like if, it's if you it's been fun XD, it's been a, a really good time and, and it's something that i'm just you know it's totally opposite of what i'm used to and it's just funny so it's just kind of a but it's been a fun new experience something cool to check out so I mean, back to the car. Yeah. My only gripe. On well, the car do we want to talk about news? Because there is a lot of it. Pick that green and blue. The green and blue make it look really cheap. And when yeah. You the, but the gray looks really. The good. last episode Something did we talk that, about the axial base model, the base camp? It wasn't. Okay. All right. So as everybody um, knows. Um, Axial has a new way, but it's just budget funny because it's vehicle, like, which um, you know, RC girl, I, she did the gray one, and the thing it doesn't phenomenal. feel very budget like, to me because it really it's good. still like so really stinking expensive, but it's new. You know, they're three hundred ninety bucks. It's like the same price as an Element Night Runner, but it's okay looking. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. A hundred bucks, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the interior and the yeah. cage and all that stuff. Jail's quite a bit nicer. But this isn't bad. It, it has a lot of James Knight details. I'm pretty sure he had a hand in this because it looks almost just like the metric body. It's got the DeMello off-road front bumper. Um, I'm really hoping that the windows are the exact same as the metric because I think we're going to probably sell a lot of clear window kits for this thing, but it's got rad tires. The wheels look really nice. The tires are, um, an updated version of the Falcon wild peaks and they look nice. pretty fantastic. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, the first time I saw that no, happen I hear was you, with, and it's like it's one of those. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure it just comes well, down to. I, I was going to say the Losi Baja ray because that was the first time the that I saw black rhino stuff on a Horizon product. On it. It's weird because that's not a super that's popular super wheel brand, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and then the other thing that's going to be interesting is again they're going with a different transmission. Which makes me it, exactly, and that's what makes me wonder if. They finally realized that the that the ten three transmission just isn't the greatest for crawl. Cool name. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I know. There's a lot of people that switched over to that. Like, I think that was, I, it was funny because me and Gene Boyd were building ours at the same time. And he got his done and is it the military one? Yeah. Those are cool on the right rig, you know? Like, I was thinking about doing those on that UMG 6. Like, you have to use I thought those would look nice on that. Servo. Yeah. And the problem is, it's like funny because it's like they have that spectrum, but it uses a six millimeter output shaft. So that way it works with their servo saver setup that they have on there. And the problem is almost every other brand that makes that same size servo. Dude, there's so many servo. brands. Even though it's got more power. KMC is part of wheel pros and dude, the they're, servo saver. it's well, the rotiform fuel KMC. Like car, it, it's almost have, like um, everything. Practically. It's pretty saver. wild. It's, it's not the same style as like the um, vanquish Hertz dig. So there's just like, you know, yeah, you just it just doesn't work. So, anyways, uh, right. we found a way to make the MKS HV sixty nine servo work because it's considered a micro or mini servo, but it has a six uh, millimeter yeah. output, but it's bigger than that spectrum footprint. So, anyways, he got it to work. So he told me about it. So I copied him, made it work as well, and then um, we just. You know, it was funny. He just all of a sudden was like, yeah, I'm going to do a different skid. I'm going to get the adapter. Um, there's the gray is good and the green I can live with. I'm not a, I don't care for blue on the, anything. Like not blue clothes, uh, not blue motorcycles, not blue cars. It's like my least favorite like color. Night and day difference. And then he came up with, um, which I think you can get through 
UC Fab's website. I mean, I don't know if they still have. Yeah, them, that looks great. But uh, he came up with a different. It's like Easter egg map. blue. It's like um, the Night Runner's so that cool, like bright, like voodoo blue. Dig, I think they call it. Changes the orientation. But so this is like Easter blue. Like it just like powder blue or something. It just looks weird. Stock, um, Hertz dig setup. I will say this: the SCX yeah, six. So just to circle back to wheels sideways, really quick. Instead of being the SCX six and the, the base camp, it rotates for, for it being plastic like wheels. They look really, really cool. Like they're a neat design. I really, really like the SCX six ones. I think those look pretty fantastic. They kind of remind me of fifteen fifty two wheels when you mount the motor. And then you just need an arm and linkage. And I, I like the back, back bumper too on this. I'm kind of kicking around the thought of so doing that. Um, the base my camp one back UC bumper car on because my I was running build into the same problem with that one instead of the, the night runner bumper so that's on it. Just because I can cut that entire lower quarter panel it, out of it, the it rocker, really bad drive and line it replaces so that like, whole ah, section and so it's a lot higher it. up. It, it, anyways, it's actually a really tough looking bumper. I kind of dig it. So yeah, he put the three gear in it. I just I wish they wouldn't have done this windows. I mean, I I. It's good for me, but it's kind of just bad oh, yeah, for everybody I, else because so it, it just so looks my so Walmart. I, like I just I I hate was windows I that did, aren't clear. I did the lowest pinion gear I can get. I did a, and then I also I, did I do underdrives. Or did I? Yeah, they don't have to mask it or anything. Or or maybe they thing. even used just colored now, Lexan to begin with and didn't even bother with paint. With I haven't the, seen uh, one yet. With my so home's hobby I don't setup. really know, but I mean that's now like the a possibility crawls, too. I mean, there's probably like, a lot of ways insane. they can cut corners like that like, to I shave love some the money way that off. Car crawls, but you had to do a lot of work to it to get it to work. So. Oh yeah. You know, that's the one thing I hadn't really mm -hmm. looked at, and that is a it's kind of a three gear, but it's not. Like it's it's so hard to beat just the traditional three gear. I mean they're just so bomb proof. My friend Jared put one of those in his Capra. Dude, it is a completely different rig now. I I totally, totally recommend somebody, you know, if someone owns a Capra, get a skid and buy the Vanquish 3 gear with Dig. Dude, it, like, the engagement's better, he, you know, it, it it's way more positive, you know, when you try and engage the Dig or neutral and everything. Like, it's just, well, it you know, it's, it's Vanquish, you know, it's going to be perfect i mean like it it took care of the weird like really high gearing and everything else i mean like it's it's badass dude it actually made that thing a really, yeah which is really fun max's trepidors um but the problem was they were too small from that and i went to the 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 crawler i think the Not, I mean, honestly, not as much, which is a whole other like side note. Um, so this weekend, super weak um, spectrum. I'm going to yeah. Auburn, so I'm going to meet up with Elio and pick up my SCX six. So I'll finally have that thing in my hands for the first time since I've owned it. Yep. 
Because they also have the 3.8. Yeah, it's 3.8, which is for like the monster, you know, big six scale rigs, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just the faceplate. Yeah, it's an aluminum, like, the front. So you still oh, mount it to the yeah. plastic axial, you know, part. So it's just the face changes out, if I'm not mistaken. The gear ratios are just, it's a night yeah. and day difference. Yeah. Yes, I need to look at that too because yeah. I know he. Uh, the other thing he did um, was a flat skid, but I spent a Chris lot of time. Was asking me we, about that. Uh, so to kind of back up a little bit, he just got married. My buddy Jared, who's pretty much like, aside from Travis, he's like the only dude that I go crawling with really because I just like a small, you know, a small circle when I'm out crawling. So you don't have people like trying to drive up your ass on a line and stuff. Like it just gets, you know. 
sometimes you just want to go have fun with like your friend or yourself and that's it. So for his bachelor party, just the two of us went crawling. That was his bachelor party. And we only drove rock buggies, you know, moon buggies. And it, dude, it was such a kick in the ass, but I spent a ton of time watching his Capra. And now that he had done all that stuff to it, because I was just really kind of intrigued because I've, I've, you know, kind of been there through this entire phase of when yeah. we both bought them at the same time. And I think you, me and him all bought them right about the same time. And then, which has um, always been my, you know, he was gripe about like, all that. dude, he burned up a 55 turn. He burned up a 45 turn. Like it was just so tall geared for what we were doing here. And this was just the magic fix. But then doing the skid, it, brought the lower links up so it changed the link geometry and now when it's going up something the way that the rear link geometry is it's raising the front end it's extending the shocks and like tipping the body back you know because there's not enough space between the lower link and the upper link where it mounts to the skid because that's where the having that space increases how you get that forward weight transfer because it doesn't you know bad and so but no uh, um I was watching it and it just the front end kept climbing and I think he's going to go back to a stock style skid and just use the the adapter plate because it, it, that's a track. He can still raise them up, you know, at the skid because there's, you know, the adjustable link positions right there, but I don't think it's going to be enough with the flat skid on it. Like the flat skid actually made it perform worse. I think, I think once he takes care of that and gets his link geometry, right. Or, bumps him up and then adds maybe well no he has rear steer so he can't do a rear link riser yeah. so yeah his only chance then to get this the thing problem to work is, right then I've is been gonna saying be it's because they're too worried about the normal skid but i i think that's like kind of the key to the like finally you know cracking know the code on that and, rig to make it work and then they're really, also really afraid well. that if they get and into like he hasn't custom, done any kind of overdrive you know, or like we so he still has like that to do as well but use this body but now you gotta massively contribute to the performance of it so i think they're it, they're, it's they're gonna be cool gonna it's it's it was off, exciting yeah. to see him finally like happy with it I mean, he liked it before like, but really like it, they're gonna make it he work, had you know? two twos on it with i think high rack stretched with one nine high rack stretched on him and it just acted funky i just I, i'm not a fan of one nine stretched on two twos yep. because it just makes the sidewall flex weird and you have trouble trying to get foams to fit so he bought some really really nice ssd wheels that they're the um the thinner spoke ones that look like yeah. the innovate wheels he bought a set of those that are bronze and then uh put some proline trenchers on it and oh my god that thing gets all kinds of traction so it's it's cool watching the thing kind of you know finally come together and see him be happy with it and he he uh on his honeymoon they went to um moab and a bunch of other places and so that was the only rig that he took with him and it, it was just cool you know seeing him finally be happy with the thing completely and after you know the struggle that kind of all of us have gone through that have owned Capra's at some point trying to make them really good. Yeah, which is a shame because they're so sick looking. So, 
I love that tire. I have the Proline crawlers on mine. I'm super happy with them. They're not as good as trenchers, but they're scale looking, and that was kind of like higher on my priority list for my moon buggy. So, yeah, I, I, trenchers are hard to beat. That is such a phenomenal tire. Trenchers with Proline dual stage foams are so freaking good. Like I've it just, it seems like everybody that's tried them, no matter where they live, they've seemed to work really, really well. So, I mean, they must, cause I guess Proline's what they're doing a class zero trencher now. Maybe it's class zero or class one. I don't remember now, mm -hmm. but they're doing those. I think they have a SCX six sized trencher. If I remember right, does that sound right? You're in the loop with all the big scale stuff. I, I, it's like not even on my radar. I don't really pay attention to it. Yeah, I don't, like I said. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So they have the trencher and a two-two. They have. Huh, maybe it's not released just yet. I thought they yeah. had a tiny one. Yeah, it's but it's like it's funny because we we of course we I'm looking on Amy's so side. Just maybe like, I, I think be that at... like in the world of RC, they just sometimes they have one just like yeah, we got to make stuff because maybe it's a little more robust if That's they cool. have the bigger parts because they can get more material or I don't know. Yeah, weird. I don't see the. I imagine and stuff. I mean, hmm. they made those, didn't they? I'm going to look on Proline's website. I really, really want to get their new Mickey Thompson's for my, uh, yeah, for I don't my know. Rift. That way my one nine one and the two, two one will look the same, but I mean, those are also just such a mean looking tire. I love those. Okay, so tires and wheels. Okay, so it's a class one trencher that they released. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I mean, I've already seen, I've already seen a handful of people post up that they already got them. That's the wheel size. Yeah, I can never remember that. Yeah. Huh. One tenth. One tenth. I wonder how irritating it is for people to sit here and listen to us spin our wheels when we're looking for something. Oh my god, those are expensive. Dude, six scale mm -hmm. Hyraxes. $45 a pair retail? Oh my goodness. Ouch. 
Whoa, did you see that Proline has method 305s that are hmm. aluminum for the SCX6? Oh my, oh, is it? That's too bad. They look rad. Yeah, probably. Just to give it that, you know, the more scale. Uh -huh. Yeah. For 60 bucks, though, for a pair, dude, that's not bad. I mean, those are, that's, that's a lot of aluminum. I mean, that's a big wheel. And they look super scale. I mean, even down to the center cap, they, they look really yeah. good. Oh, the Baja Pro Xs are still on pre-order. Okay, so no, I guess they aren't doing the trencher for the one sixth. It was just class one. So I was making shit up. I did see a new body though that they came out with. It's a Chevy. I wanted to look at that really quick too. Uh, uh, they have their Broncos. Broncos are cool. They look pretty good. It's nice they come with molded plastic yeah. stuff. They really need to start making interiors again though. Everybody wants interiors. I just I don't understand why they're. Just no, I agree. The, the green looks that. a lot better. Well, maybe that Chevy was a sick. No, there it is. Twenty fifteen Silverado pre runner. So does it come with? Okay, the fenders are just permanent on it. They aren't removable. Uh -huh. It's tiny. It just doesn't look right. Uh, the only other new thing they should have done it for like the gladiator base, dude. The gladiator was, wheelbase um, instead of 12 3, 12 3 looks funny because now like a metrics it. as big as their full size Chevy. So, God, I hate that. So, I know, right? Like, I, it's just um, it's the place is called Robin Resort. Just get it's it's literally on Ice House I mean, I Road. I don't know. About you know, I, I shouldn't say that though, because there's a lot of people that from, I see online that uh, ask, you know, how to do stuff that like we consider, so, you know, yeah, to be pretty so basic. Or from some of the videos that I've seen, because really a, a couple so. people have gone up there, because I think it's, Paul was up there know, doing I some stuff that, not and uh, setting you know, trailer, inclined or you know, whatever, just getting some stuff ready and kind of know what they have to do. So some of the locals went up and to like help out and whatnot, and. You know, it it's definitely different. What's up, you know, because it's not, it's not like it's obviously not like Cisco. It's not like Donner. It's like you know a whole oh, other learning curve. You know, now it's something else. That's that that's pretty old. To, that's a Traxxas wheelbase, you know, if I remember right. Looks really good. It's, it, I mean, their Chevy pre-runner. The it's definitely the at that place. Silverado more it, flat, it's, but it's a nice looking body. It's just too little. So from the videos they've been showing. They got some just, like rocks and obstacles that are natural. They need help. Someone like, needs to. In the you know, line. I mean, they made that so, like, Silverado get away kind of from, overland like, the body for the 139 like, This place is I mean, that's a like, campground first. So they're not going to have a lot of rocks in the middle of their campground because, you know, people got to park their trailers yeah. or put their tents and all that. But once you right. go to where they're cutting the trail, it's very – it's like got like the small – granite rocks and all that stuff so i mean it, it looks fun like you know i'm i'm excited right. so i'll 
you know, I'm looking forward to going. So. Yeah, the problem is they're they're worried about moving units. They don't necessarily care yeah, how it's going to look in the end or anything like that. I mean, their their first the priority is aspect, just moving but, units now with Horizon. Um, you know, I got to see more. Which you know, I, decisions like ditching the interiors and stuff. I mean, that's very much the whole a, thing is exactly horizon ish thing. We just got to keep waiting to see what they're doing because you got to remember these are all just from pictures and videos so, they've been posting. Covered some and we still have a whole bodies, two months to um, go. Kits, there's there's a lot. We so we talked about the base camp. Um, yeah, um, I could also look we up. Like I said, I'll go on Facebook. Have, rather than jump into the new Losi, mm -hmm. I was gonna talk about the FMS kit. Um, they came out. FMS models came out with another rig that looks awesome. I just wish it was tenth scale. Um, they have. For being six scale, it's really inexpensive, but um, for two hundred eighty bucks, you can pre-order the new FMS one six nineteen seventy Suzuki Jimny, and it is freaking awesome looking. But it's huge. So that's new and really cool looking. Um, yeah. No, I know it's see. definitely. Uh... I guess next would be different. So I'm just going through the photos one, right now. It's a new uh, OC Hammer Ray. Pretty rad, but again, like, why is it bigger than a trophy truck when the real one is the same size as a trophy truck? Supposedly, like the real trophy they, Jeep used to have. They lost their contact. Casey Curry's Jeep. It had a Whoever trophy truck body on it when he very Donner, first built the thing. So I don't uh, know why they have this no way of getting like a hold of inches from what I've heard. It everything else that's 10th scale i mean well, because it, it's something insane too sale, it's like so supposedly whoever uh, their contact was the 17.2 inch is no wheelbase. longer there from what i hear so. huge I, mean, I don't see how that's still 10th scale but whatever i mean it just it the thing that sucks is like for the guy that wants like the laser nut which well, is that armada car is actually really so what small people forget about life. cisco is the trophy jeep which is the size of the trophy like, people truck have gone and by the baja that ray reason, like oh, like, i'm just gonna stop by and I'm all gonna, of like, those check it out they have would be really rad for the guys that want to collect them and own all the, of them um, if they were all somewhat uh, proportionate but i mean this thing's even bigger than a trophy truck shack was don't get it yeah because it's like a in between the trophy truck and it's and, and their one six super baja ray it's like in so, between those it's just massive like i don't want a car that big <laughs> you know like i you got to have like no pretty good the, sized wide no, open the creek spaces was off for to something the side, like that. so once you went locals i mean it'd probably be like one of the best would, u4 um, rigs you could possibly you know ever they get on race for you for and, rc just I mean, because of the size of it and stuff and the turn stability of events and everything and the way but i mean happen. aside from that like it's i don't know it, it's beautiful truck but it's just kind of a bummer about not the size. necessarily horizon you know or axial picking the price you know this is at a resort so you know they're saying hey this bigger's is bigger's better yeah so i think like i think what happens 
they think like, oh, Axial's making handle But what I don't get is it's the it's same like, exact trailing no, arms as remember, the trophy truck. All they did was like, stretch hey, the chassis. This is going to be our fee. They that, have to put that in. That's what doesn't make sense to the me. The price when you're paying for it because who's going to cover it? Like the aluminum chassis on it, they just lengthened. It's the same trailing so, arms and everything. I just I don't understand. I mean, it's cool though. I mean, yeah, I, I really, I mean, like my gripe about it isn't going to be, or, you huh. know, ours, yours and my griping about this thing isn't going to necessarily reflect the way the majority of people feel, you know, it's just that we're, we're scale guys. <laughs> so we like all that to match. Probably. Yeah, and it seems like everybody loves them. I think it's rad that it comes with dual shocks in the back. That looks really, really good. They have fake um, hydraulic bump stops on it. They put a nice-looking sway bar on it because the Baja Ray has, like, super dorky sway bar that is... Oh, actually, no, never mind. This thing looks like it actually has two sway bars. Maybe one of them's a mock sway bar then. They, they have one that's up front closer to the center at the transmission it's but just um Rob's spring resort. steel you know it's like regular rc race car style you know where it's got like ball ends on it and links and stuff it doesn't look like a real one with arms and stuff like in the one-to-one -one world but after looking at this this thing has both it appears which is kind of weird it's got a a sway bar up front and then a sway bar in the rear. I believe I'm so. I'm thinking the rear one's for looks. I don't think it's real. Which is cool. It looks good. I mean, that's... It's just, I would have thought it would have been easy to just stick a rod through that rear one. You know, make the bottom tube a little bit bigger in the bed and have it go through the center of it. Like yeah. the UC Fab... Um, sway bar and everything else the vanquish one they're all that way i don't know kind of weird but it's rad it's just not for me um what else we got a the element ecto is available in a really cool kind of hunter forest militaryish green which looks really really good uh i think if that would have been the first color they a, came out with it would have been way, yeah. a slam dunk yeah. right off the bat instead of people having to kind of warm up to the yellow or buy the yellow one and then they're mad that they can't get a clear one because they're on back order because everybody doesn't want the yellow one so i've had some weird things with that like associated cannot keep that clear ecto body in stock because everybody wanted to ditch the yellow one but this one looks really good it, it actually looks at home on it you know like it, it's a sweet looking truck now i mean i liked it before but i like the green way way better yeah no it was fun um, yeah it was funny i saw a post for that and like that, that was the first thing i went to through my uh, mind, I was like, did we talk? Oh, we, thought, we talked about the hard body. I thought Travis and Jay were supposed to go down to that. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe something See changed that? and they couldn't. That might be it as far as new stuff that I'm aware of. Oh, yeah. I haven't even so much as seen a picture of that location, so I know nothing about it. 
Huh. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's much more that's really new that we haven't discussed on here before. No, but there was a like there was a lot. What's so. what's the terrain like? Is it more deserty or trees? Or I'm not really familiar with the Rubicon at all. Yeah. Do you think it'll be like a good mix of dirt and rocks like how Cisco was? I thought that was sick about Cisco is it was like you kind of got a little bit of everything, you know? That can be fun, too, if they're tight technical trails. I mean, dirt can be fun, like little sand washes and stuff. That's that's a good time, too. It doesn't always have to be rock crawling. Well, right. We should look at Google satellite image of it, of that area. That'd be kind of cool. Well, honestly, I think it probably depends on i guess the situation because like realistically if you think about it if i find myself somebody to give their honest opinion and they do and there's things that you know you feel like oh shit they're bashing because you know it's their like remotely challenging trails fairly close by you should actually take it into consideration and be like no look actually they may have a point you know maybe we should do this this way maybe we should do that that way because like for instance in the in the i guess you could say the tuner world so i never really get to do edge products came out with this thing called the pulsar and uh when they first came out with it there were so many bugs and explain how much i miss um Banks or Cisco um, and everything like that was. He, Gail Banks did a uh, shootout between his product and theirs, and basically just shit all over the Pulsar. And I mean, it was bad. Well, you know, Edge could have been like, "Screw it, we're still yeah, going to stand behind our product. We're going to leave it out anything. there." I was Instead, it was they terrible. came out what? with a new so what version. Happened with Donner? What was the story behind them not doing that, that again this year? Is it just the camping that was the turnoff? And now it's almost or lack thereof. like from the forums and like the debates I see, the Pulsar really? is almost more um, like chosen over the banks now because, so like new you know, they fixed a lot of problems. So, you know, that was real life constructive of... criticism. Uh... Gotcha. 
that's too bad. That place looked really cool too. I mean, it's a shame you can't just, for the hell of it, just one weekend just show up at Cisco or Donner and just go crawling if you want to. The shack or whatever? Oh. Well, don't you have, like, that part over by Fordyce and then all the creek stuff before you ever got... Or was the shack before the creek and everything? The creek on the right, like if you're heading towards the campground, it was the creek on the right that was like always, it was E or F the year that I was there and it was like just always a bottleneck, just tons of people. Is that after the shack or before it? I forget. Oh, that sucks. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's pretty sick, dude. That would be rad. I think at this we'll, point, everybody just needs to see be you happy later. that it's even happening. You know, I mean, as, as many hurdles as they've had to jump just to get a venue, let alone all the logistics of making this thing happen, like, I think they should just be stoked that there's even an Axial Fest to go to. Yeah, you got to pay the people that, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how people, yeah. God. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, somebody has to pay for it. Yeah, I mean... Horizon's not going to lose money just to hold the event. I mean, not intentionally, at least, you know what I mean, which is what they'd be doing. But I mean, I remember that lady freaking out about the $10 price increase. It was like, seriously, like that, that's nothing compared to what you get. I mean, like the value of your stupid driver's bag is more than makes up for the entry. I mean, come on. Save 40 bucks six months in advance, you know? 
if if there's four of you and it's going to cost you forty dollars more, I mean, come on, you know, maybe cut pack cut back to like half a pack of smokes a day or something to save some money. I mean, something you can make it happen one way or another. Uh oh, hey, hang on a sec. Audacity for whatever reason. Okay, I guess it is still recording. It looks like it's not. That's what. It's not showing. So the software that is recording the call. There's a timer ticking on it. It says an hour and four minutes, but like the progress bar that shows like the spectrograph or whatever you call it. Um, yeah. That's not moving. It's stuck at like 52 minutes. Well, I guess we'll just roll the dice and see what happens, huh? <laughs> it either works or it either will work or it won't. So anyways, sorry to interrupt with that. I kind of had a mild freak out when I saw that. So let's see what happens. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, there it goes. It just started by itself. It just must have had trouble. The computer probably had trouble processing it. I'm going to close some tabs on browser. Maybe that'll free it up a little bit. With having two programs that record everything, it I think it probably is quite a strain on this thing. Especially like Google Chrome is like it is, uh, God, what's the word? It uses up a lot of RAM, I guess. Your bandwidth, yeah. Some Travis was saying basically that browsers slow down your internet connection for other stuff and can bog down your computer too. So maybe that's what it is. Anyways, so what's the name of that place? It's Rob's Resort, California. Images. Oh, wow. It's the one in Crystal Basin. Is that right? I believe so. They have kind of a cool little pavilion with like a rock garden around it and a really nice looking bar. I think this resort's probably going to make some pretty decent money off of this. As far as, you know, like the bar and dining and stuff like that, I think that this will probably be a good deal for them. Oh, it looks like a cool place. There's still a lot of trees and stuff. It's not quite as barren as I was picturing it, so that's cool. Oh, there's an aerial photo. Huh. And it's what, kind of near Sacramento almost? Is that what I saw here? Uh, oh, it's above Sacramento, just closer to Reno. Huh. Interesting. Fresno, God. Oh, what else? Um, the guys at 
associated had Dead Man's Crawl over the weekend. That was really cool. We missed it. We were supposed to be down there, but Trav had to go back east to Philly for work at Free Fly, so we ended up not going down there. Dude, they had so much raffle prizes that Brad was saying that, like, everybody got, like, two things minimum. So I know, like, us, like, we'd seriously be gave away, like, almost a couple grand. Like, there was a lot of stuff that we sent down there, and we saw tables just completely full. Like, evidently, everybody was on the same page and just donated a ton of stuff because their raffle prizes were ridiculous there was so much like spec rc gave away like four sets of wheels like i think people probably got really hooked up there and plus it was free so that's that's pretty rad looked like a great time i'm really sad that i missed it but hopefully we'll hopefully next year i know i say that every single year about every single event but yeah It's kind of a lot. Like, we kind of covered a lot. You know what was surprising? And I hope people, hopefully people don't read into this because everybody's so fucking dramatic and jumps to conclusions. But so I noticed that um, Skill Builders Guild has the new Trail Finder to long wheelbase um, Toyota Land Cruiser, the 1980 or whatever year it was. And it, it just kind of surprised me because I would have figured after what they said about the Trailfinder 3 that they wouldn't have stuff sent to them still. But, so, I don't know. That was just that was just surprising. Like, Matt was pretty honest about his, you know, his feelings as far as what he thought of the Trailfinder 3. So it really surprised me to see that he had the new Trailfinder 2 also. I wonder how, kind of makes you wonder, like, how manufacturers react to stuff like that. You know, it's like if if somebody gives them a review and gives it, like, bad marks, you know, like, does that piss off the manufacturer? Or do they just, you know, shrug it off and, you know, it's just constructive criticism or just their opinion or do they get pissed and not send stuff anymore like yeah it just kind of makes you wonder like what happens to that relationship when you're honest about something not being what you would consider to be up to par you know Yeah. So, um, 
Huh. Right. Which, that's like the mature way to handle it, but then it's also like, God damn it, these guys just probably cost us money, you know, cost us a lot of sales, because now, you know, people are going to think that the Trailfinder 3 is a piece of shit, and they're not going to buy, you know, so, I mean, like, there's so many different ways that that whole situation can go it's just i don't know you know like the whole like social media influencer thing like that's all still pretty foreign to me and there's a lot about that stuff that i don't understand and so i'm just you know like there's there's companies like let's say traxis like they're not going to give a shit about a bad review like traxis is going to sell bronco trx4s no matter what anyone says you know what i mean like it doesn't matter who says something bad about them or gives them a bad review, like they're going to sell them, you know, like people are still going to buy it. And it's that way with a lot of things, but with RC four wheel drive being such a kind of a niche brand and with it being an RC car, let's say versus a tuner where, you know, they're changing software or whatever, like with an RC car, it's like molds and castings and extruded metal pieces. And I mean, like there's just so much, expense associated with tooling just to make the thing that you know it, it just it makes me wonder how they react to stuff like that i i don't know it was just weird i mean it must be fine because he's i i doubt he bought that trail finder too unless he really really wanted it but you know i i kind of doubt matt's paid for a car in a pretty long time i would imagine so i don't know I don't have the answers. I was just curious because I thought it was interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Strange. I'd be kind of curious to know that, but... At the same time, it's not really part of my world, so. <laughs> I do think that's kind of a neat-looking body, though. I mean, it's hella retro if you're into that sort of thing, but, I mean, it is, you know, like, it is pretty cool if, if that's your style of vehicle. Doesn't it look way older than something that would be a 1980, though? I mean, that thing looks like a 60s or early 70s, like, Land Rover-style you know what I mean? Like the really old defenders and stuff. Like it looks more like that to me than it does a 1980 car. I mean, it's like in my mind, 1980 in some circumstances is still pretty new, you know, like fairly, fairly modern, you know, when it comes to like classic cars, I mean, that thing looks like a classic, but it's obviously not, I guess. So kind of weird. Yeah. It just has like that, I don't know. It just looks really old. Of course, Toyota had some pretty crazy looking cars there in the 70s and stuff too, though. That, you know, like the Corollas and stuff and Celicas and stuff look really odd. 
like they kind of were behind the times a little bit. But yeah. So anyways. Man, I think this thing's just locking up the computer because now both of them are stalled out. What the hell? The one recording the my end of it isn't even doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, both of these are totally locked up. Well, God damn it, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> oh well well um do we want to wait for trav actually let's wait and talk about the whole patreon thing and stuff for next episode when we know everything's work well no now it's working again what the hell yeah let's discuss all that next time with trav especially since this is acting sketchy i don't know how much of our time was wasted with the computer issues dang it that is so frustrating i just want something to go right <laughs> oh well this should be expected by now right <laughs> if you if you've listened to us at all you know this is definitely not the first or the last time that we will have technical difficulties <laughs> so anyways well until next time everybody <laughs>